Welcome back, everybody, to Chirpin' DMV. It's episode 128. Uh, it's Bobcat here with Ben and AB, the usual suspects as of late. Uh, haven't talked since uh, pre-All-Star break, pre-start of the Olympics, but uh, what's going up? Uh, going on up north, Ben? Are you feeling super patriotic right now? Yeah, extremely patriotic. No, I'm not. The Olympics are so hard to watch this year. Have you seen, like, a lot of people are talking about that, like how bullshit it is this year? Not because it's just in China, but, like, nobody's watching it at all. Yeah, like nobody's watching way down. You you can't. Uh, they're not like replaying stuff like MLB style. They're like not letting you do that. <laughs> so yeah, there's not a lot of eyes on things. And they well, they had the ski jump that looked like it was next to the nuclear power plant from yeah from Simpsons. Springfield. I saw yeah. that. That's the only event I saw live. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched much of the Olympics at all. But uh, what about UAB? I will watch our boy Noah Grove though. Get some sled hockey going. I will watch that. The men's play in Canada tomorrow friday so i'll watch that that's uh, uh at 11 p.m so hopefully i'll be awake but what about uab any uh, olympic aspirations nope um i i mean without nhl in the olympics like there's literally no reason for me to watch i don't really watch the summer olympics either yeah i feel like, like it's like killing the winter olympics not having nhl players yeah like i don't know there's just no like maybe i'm just too involved in hockey but like there's no storylines or anything like that it's it's not a good product i mean the only time i ever watched the olympics in general was when michael phelps was swimming and um usa hockey or nhl hockey in the olympics yeah i mean it'd be cool maybe to see uh owen power tear it up or something like that maybe maddie uh Berniers yeah. tear it up but i'll still definitely watch the games but i just won't be as invested no, I couldn't tell you anything about any of the goalies on the U.S. squad. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, I read their names. I don't even know who they are, U.S. or Canada. Do you, do you remember who got silver last time? Who got silver? Germany, yeah. Germany. I was rooting so hard for Germany. We're I turning, I believe, Russia, 10 players. Right? Or yeah, the Olympic I, athletes from Russia. Yeah, I, I was like, I remember being at a bar and just like being the only one sitting in the corner watching this game. Like everyone's like, why the why the hell do you care? And I was like, this would be like, this is like kind of miracle on ice. This is their miracle on ice, at least. Yeah, like, it, it actually would. Well, I, I wouldn't be shocked if you had a wager placed on this game. No, I don't think I did. I pre pre DJ Navy. Yeah, um, I don't know. I was just like, this is like. I was just hammered, and I was like, dude, that'd be so cool if Germany won this. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we also had um, the All-Star game and the, the skills competition. We'll talk about that a little bit. Some league news, um, Tuka Rask retiring. Uh, other news out of Boston, potential oh, definite suspension. We don't know how many games, but um, uh, Anthony Mantha's back on the ace. So a few different things we want to talk about. Me and AB were both actually at the Edmonton game. That was pretty brutal. All right, you guys uh, were there. How was it? Very different experiences. One of you was down low. One of you was way up high, right? <laughs> yeah, this is the first time I've uh, paid for seats all year. Um, and I was uh, – we were the last row, literally the last row. Yeah. But, yeah, we got we got five tickets for, like, 90 bucks or something. So I was going to say, I've been in those seats before, like, literally all the way up top. And if you're going to be up top, they're actually not that bad because you can – Not at all. 
Yeah, because you can stand and like not have anybody behind you like bitch at you because for some reason, like whenever I'm up there, like you have to kind of lean forward in your seat. And the people always that are behind me are always like, hey man, can you just like scoop back? I'm like, fuck off, dude. But like if you're in the last row, like you don't have to worry about that. Well, I went with uh, some people who it was their their first Cavs game or first hockey game, even one of my coworkers from uh, New Zealand, and I was telling her in warm-ups, so I was like, all right, watch 97. He is nasty. And then, like, 30 seconds into the game, she's like, oh, my God, do they even – are they trying? Like, why is he so much better than everyone? I was like, yeah, no, that's Tim. I was like, that's that's what I'm telling you about. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, man, yeah, that was uh, – Is it just, like, awesome pure game. grit when you're up there, like, just the people around you? Because, like, it when was you're up high, like, here, boys. it's just, like, the grittiest people. It was, uh, like, UVA night, so it was a bunch of frat boys. Mm. That's, that's – um, do you know yeah, what the quote of the night from that section was where even is Edmonton? Yeah. <laughs> Way out west in fucking nowhere. Some uh, smart home of the largest it. mall in North America. Yeah, yeah, I did know that too. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh but yeah, that was we had the only bright spots of that game was Hathaway. Yeah. And I thought Snively played really well too that game. He just Yeah, he, he did. But Hathaway dumped Kane in the bench, and then what the like? Yeah. David try to hit Hathaway. Like he just like kind of got in his way. He didn't even like. Yeah, try it was and just like him. a fifty puck. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't understand why like, he just went in unassuming that he like anything was going to happen. Because <laughs> he didn't uh, check the game notes. He was just limp. He was just all right. Like I'm going to skate in here and hope that nothing happens. Yeah. So um, I was yeah, dead low for. McDavid was like coming in on to our end twice. I was and, on like, the opposite side. Literally the first like five minutes of the game. Well, we were down three nothing in the first five minutes of the game. Yeah. And like the first shift, he came down the right side, stick handling at a million miles an hour, also skating at a million miles an hour. And me and my dad just look at each other like, there's literally no human on earth that can do anything to defend this guy. Like being down low in person watching it, I was like, holy shit. Like, it's on another, like, universe what he's doing right now. And then... Yeah, it's, sorry, I won't cut you off. I was just going to say, yeah, it's insane. It's it's absolutely nuts. And then they're they're up 3 nothing. We get a dry title goal and McDavid goal in the first f- five minutes of the game. Andy Vanderkane. Andy Vanderkane. Andy Vanderkane. And my dad, like, after the third goal, he's like, dude, this could get ugly. We should leave early. And I was like, this is the reason why we bought the tickets. Like, yeah. I was like, this is exactly why I bought these tickets. So we should stay. Like, let's just root for a six to five game here then before a comeback. And I texted that to my buddies. I was like, what a gong show. And he said, Caps oil for you. They yeah. go every year. They didn't go this year. But Jesus. That's brutal that you guys didn't get to see Ovi play, though. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I was pretty bummed about that. Yeah, that that was. I It's it's really bad. I, I, I guess I'm not a Caps fan anymore. I'm just an Ovechkin fan because I'm. Literally just rooting for OV to score. I don't if we win and he doesn't, I'm kind of upset. Well, then we saw Copley play that game too. We Sammy got yanked early. Yep. Copper came in, played. I guess he played, played well. He didn't look great. There were a couple of times where he was like caught right way out of position, but he, he made the save anyway. So I was like, all right, cool. And then we saw what happened the other night, obviously. But yeah, that kind of leads to like this stupid situation going on now where Ovi played yesterday against Columbus, but he can't play Montreal tomorrow because uh-huh. of COVID protocol, which makes no sense. Yeah. 
Like he was asymptomatic you when he tested country, positive. Ben. I know. I was going to get into this. It's ridiculous. Like we still have like Zegers is scoring Michigans in empty buildings. Yeah. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> that was that was unreal. And like, did he? I, did he look at the crowd like this or something? I think he tried to, yeah, and yeah. then he probably realized. He's like looking up at like management or something. Oh shit! Here. <laughs> that would have been. See, awesome. I, guess, I guess we're gonna talk Zegers so we can go straight to the All Star game, which was, uh, I guess, whatever. It was much better than the Pro Bowl, obviously. Um, but skills come. Um, Kuzi, fastest skater, sitting there beforehand thinking, "Well, is he gonna take this serious, or is he just gonna fuck around?" Very quickly found out it was the latter. Yeah. He also took a weird, like, he went for a left-handed skater to go right around the rink was a crazy choice. Even on the whistle, he was just like, all right, I guess I'm doing (laughs) this. It was like three slow steps, and I was like, oh, okay. Smoked a cone. Yeah. Yeah, he hit a cone. (laughs) Like, he's the only player I've ever seen do that. I would have been pissed if I was a guy like Giroux or Matthews that's like, all right, we're going to take you out into this fountain. Put all your gear on, take all your gear off, put all your gear back on. Okay. So the, I think one of them had, one or both of them had to have been like pre recorded because there's no way they're like in and out of the rink like that. That would suck. Yeah. I guess I didn't think about that. I did notice that all those guys had some pretty sick dunks and Jays on. Uh, yeah. Avery would disagree. Did you see his stories? No. He was clowning Nick Suzuki for wearing the dirtiest shoes to the fountain. <laughs> really? And Brady Kachuk was wearing like seven-year-old NMDs, apparently. That's hilarious. That I saw. Cool. I think Matthews and Pavelski were rocking some some dunks or some Jordan ones. Yeah, um, Matthews is pretty up to date. Yeah, but uh, I guess so. Uh, that was the the fountain was brutal. Yeah, I was gonna say like the All Star like skills comp was almost good. Like they're doing good things, like moving it, like trying to make it like Vegas themed and stuff. But it's just the execution was off. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I definitely mentioned it in our group chats a few times or on Twitter. I think it's hilarious that the league uh, just, yeah, no, we don't want a team to have any sort of gambling influence. And now every team has a sports book. The players are playing blackjack on the ice. Like it's a shame Evander Kane wasn't involved, involved but uh, how contradictory, like how hypocritical. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like it's all four major sports at this point. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. They say one thing and then they do like whatever's coming up. Whatever Money talks. Next. Yeah. Exactly. So, but yeah, I thought, like this, I, it's no, kind of no, like, like it's, it was, they were great ideas, but it was just, it was terribly executed. I actually didn't see any of it live. Um, mm-hmm. I watched like a, cause I was snowboarding this weekend, but I was, um, I watched a lot of like, I, lo- I watched all the YouTube clips, but the only YouTube clips that were up were like sports. I think it was like Sportsnet or something. Sportsnet up in Canada, Sportsnet. Yeah. So whoever was, um, whoever was doing like the commentating on that was just like super awkward the entire time with the players. For which one? Which event? Both of them, I thought. Um, How about when Caprizov just skated off? Just so, skated like away the, from the, the reporter. Oh yeah, the that was found, funny. found in the blackjack. Like it yeah, was they had a, they had you know. I don't know if you know the show, Mr. D, like, yeah, he's a teacher. Yeah, it's that guy, Jerry D, the comedian. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They just picked, like, the worst players for it. Like, Zach Orensky is, like, cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, even even the blackjack, I thought it was just awkward. They're, like, 
the guy was like, which one are you going to go for here? And like, like Austin Matthews was first. And he's like, uh, probably an ace. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no shit. And then like, he kept asking on the, uh, the fountain. He was like, what's, what's the plan here? He's like, ah, oh, just, you know, just hit all of the targets. <laughs> like no shit. Like what? Like, I don't know. Like come up with some, like a better question than that. I don't fucking know. It was just weird. Do you, do you think Evander Kane's like live betting those events? <laughs> oh, 100%. It's like, I got to get, make back his $26 million. Come on, right Matthews, now. get the ace here. Papa yeah. needs it. Yep. Aim is sponsored by NordVPN. Yeah. <laughs> Just can't track, track his internet. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was a, a snooze fest. I did, um, I do have a witness, my boy Avery, but I did call John Carlson, or not John Carlson, sorry, Tom Wilson and Victor Hedman's slap shot speeds down to the decimal point. With no basis, no knowing anything, just like ah, this one. One hundred point. Was it like one hundred one point one or one hundred one point two? One hundred two seven and one hundred one one. You just guessed those, like you had one yeah. guess for each guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm clairvoyant. I also knew that the Kraken were going to pick Chalowski back up. You did. You're having that so Raven visions. Yeah, I got. We even got some love from uh, NRD from it. Yeah, he's gonna come on the show, maybe. Hopefully, yeah. So if you didn't, didn't see really that, seem I... too hot about the idea. Yeah. Hey, can, you, but, uh, can you DM him or what's that? Can you DM them or is there DM? No, I looked. No, we we interacted via via tweet, but uh, Ben broke the news in our group chat yesterday that Chalowski was put on waivers, and I responded, Seattle picked him up. To which Ben informed me they had not. Um, and I, I was, I don't know where I got that information. And then today, Ben sends a screenshot. Seattle picked up Chalowski. So, yeah, I am uh, NRD insider. Yeah, you're a making, hashtag insider now. Yeah, hashtag insider with my like 13 followers. We also can't talk about the All Star game without mentioning Tom Wilson being there, which was nuts. And I, I was going to say, and it was a huge win for you been uh just a fan of the metro division yeah exactly being a diehard fan getting a couple capitals in there felt pretty good because we were going in there with one this year right and then obviously covid took over the captain which you hate to see going into a going into a tournament like that but you know knowing that we could get a couple local guys to fill in felt pretty good and i liked i liked the team on paper so i was happy with the result i did love that koozie also booed tom wilson yeah that was funny i like that he knows like obviously yeah. he knows, like he's not an idiot, but like that he plays into it. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that was uh, Tom Wilson. We can now add All Star, Stanley Cup champ, both on Tom Vegas Wilson. ice, both on Vegas ice, both uh, both All Stars. You designed T-shirts for this year. Yep. Is that true? Two T-shirts. Two T-shirts. Two All Stars. I'm batting Weird. a thousand right now. Well, and you made an Ovi shirt, and he technically made the All Star game. Exactly. Well, I, I haven't not made an all-star other than Brendan Dillon. I would say you're about in a thousand this year, not last year. <laughs> this year. We also, speaking of Ovi, the Kaprizov trick shot, that was pretty good. Yeah, going right-handed. Nothing uh, fancy about it except he was wearing number eight, uh, threw on a number eight bucket. And uh, no, one, no one hyped Yeah, the Gatorade. No one hyped up that he was uh, you know, a lefty doing that, but that was fun. Um, it was pretty cool to see how excited he was or how bummed he was not to see Ovi there. 
Yeah. There was uh there were some storylines on the Twitterverse about that. About if OV if OV was actually having COVID symptoms or if he had the fake COVID oh, symptoms. Oh well that too, that too. Um yeah, but just, just that OV's a Russian god and every Russian player just wants to see him. <laughs> yeah, I did think it was pretty odd when they asked Giroux like anything for Ovechkin, just uh, what like yeah um, that's such a dumb question and then like flyers fans are like calling him the goat for like dissing ovi he's honestly just like i don't have anything to say he's in covid protocol i don't know why i took a spot they have no history of being friends no um so probably the last great moment uh for him in a flyer sweater not even wearing a flyer sweater so fitting that you know yeah fitting that the, the storybook ending uh, or not so storybook ending, you know, him not wearing a Flyers jersey. I think he'll maybe cross the 1,000-game threshold before they move him. How many games uh, is he at? Do you know? See if he could do that. I knew you were going to ask. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I didn't have it ready. Um, but Claude Giroux, let's see. 2006 first-round draft pick. Uh, 985. Okay, so yeah, he'll probably get it. Yeah, so he could, you know, do that in a Philly sweater and then get moved. But um, while uh, we're talking all star, sorry to cut you off. I, are you done with Claude or do yeah, you? Yeah, go that? proceed. Proceed. No, I was just going to say, like, obviously with the all star skills comp, and I don't even know if you guys watched the game. I watched it all for the first time in like five years. But um, the breakaway challenge was a joke, other yep. than like Zegers pulled off that disgusting move. Yeah, my yep, dad was convinced that was fake. The, the like, what? He th- he thinks Zegers' move was fake. Who does? My dad. And I was like, dude, it's not fake. He's just really that fucking good. He thinks it's fake? Yeah, he, I don't know. I, he was like, I don't know, man. I think they like he. I think he literally might have like some type of glue on the puck or something. I was like, you're no. All right? You're old. <laughs> you're old. Okay, boomer. Old man shakes his cloud at the fist. <laughs> He's ruining like, the game you've got to be fake how did he do that and i was like we like we've seen people do something similar to that before just not that yeah, yeah. and he's got nobody on him yeah all the time <laughs> in the world yeah but um the other than part was wild the which part the blindfold like him oh, being blindfolded yeah. and like just knowing that he scored was kind of wild yeah like he must have been able to see a little but that's still like yeah. that doesn't like make it any less insane yeah, I was just gonna say, like the breakaway challenge. Other than that, and Kaprizov was terrible. The Jack Hughes magic trick thing was awful. Yeah, so lame. The Petrangelo yeah, I mean, good, thing. Happy for that kid, but yeah, yeah exactly. Like it was cool for the kid, I'm sure. But the way they presented well, who the hell is the so kid? Stupid. It's not like he's got a kid. He was the equipment manager's kid for the Devils. So. Don't you feel like an asshole? <laughs> no, I frankly, I'm glad he wasn't like a Make a Wish kid. Yeah, oh, was, yeah, that's okay. true. That was real bad. Yeah, my stomach <laughs> was about to drop. I was ready for that, quite frankly. <laughs> and then um, sometimes, you know, you, your mouth just gets ahead of your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> then there was yeah. the brutal Debrinket hangover thing with Derek Carr. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. That sucked. And then Petro wins it with his stupid little light up jersey and band playing. I don't even understand what that one was. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. For Zegers not to win that was absolutely bananas. Yeah, John Hamm only gave him like an eight. 
Yeah, well, he gave at least he gave uh, one Derek Carr seven. They're like, why? Why do you do that? Touchdown seven points. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, no, none of this makes sense. It's stupid as shit. Yeah. But anyways, um, just get back to like trying to be like super cool and not like funny. Exactly. Well, yeah, That's like, what I was gonna say. Like, they need turn to turn into the actual breakaway challenge. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They need to like they're all like they're doing the right things, but they need to execute them better. So like, how do you how, make how, those... how did Chris Kreider have the sickest breakaway goal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's such a how, good point. How do we let this happen? I feel That's like Jesse Pinkman. We can't keep letting this can't keep letting this happen. <laughs> can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> yeah, we're letting Chris Kreider score goals in the NHL. And like the, the most in the NHL. Rate. Yeah, but like, most, what do you do to make yeah. it better? Because like, they're almost there, but it's like the players are just like so far gone from caring about it that it's yeah. like, like, money on like, the skills count. Yeah, putting money on it would be nice. I mean, they're probably already doing that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, themselves, they're probably all like betting with each other. But yeah, I think they I need know, to just like drink before. Oh, uh, did you see Pete DeBoer? They yeah, Pete DeBoer. How he's feeling the next day? He was like, oh, a little foggy. Naz did have a like Kadri had a cup on the ice, so did maybe it? he was maybe he was getting did into they, it. I don't know, but did they keep score during the skills comp? I didn't again. I didn't watch it at all. What do you mean? I like so, like, like keep score division versus division. Oh yeah, no. like like what was it like six or seven years ago? Like they would like keep score during the skills comp to see who won the skills comp between conferences. Yeah, yeah no, they don't they don't do that. that. It's just they just have winners of each like they competition. I, I, they should, they should go back to doing that. I think because that was kind of cool. My dad then, was telling me that way back in the day, the All Star Game was like whoever won the Stanley Cup versus the All Stars in a game, which is kind of sick. Yeah, because it's like if you can beat the All Stars as the Cup winners, you're like the best team by far. I don't know enough about that to dispute it. Pardon? I said I don't know enough about the All Star Game to dispute that. I want to take the real John Little on this one. I like how the how like the MLB does it. Like the winner, like it's home ice or something. Like they got to play for something that's kind of important. To- yeah, like they have the million bucks, which is like they each get like I think it was ninety one grand for winning, which is nice, but like that's not like enough incentive for them who yeah, make that money like every game. Yeah, they need to make it longer than a weekend and treat the whole family they can make it like all right guys we're gonna you know really take care of everyone here just you know make this fun please just incentivize the shit out of the family and yeah they need to make the breakaway challenge not like a big everyone else is in Cabo. everyone else is at the beach (laughs) they're not hanging out and you know vegas is in the grand scheme of things is small it's like yeah. four or five blocks, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people want to relax and get the hell away during the all-star break. All right, all right, everyone, let's go to Las Vegas where you can smoke indoors. And then go to a strip club after. And also smoke in there. <laughs> but Yeah, I don't know how to make it, like, better, but, like, they just need to do something. Like, they need to get the players Oh, me either. I have, no, I have no constructive criticism. I just have criticism. Yeah, exactly. I have un... I have unconstructive criticism. That's that. That was my two senses. Like, start keeping the score in the skills comp and um, actually, like, 
giving the winner to the breakaway challenge who actually deserved it instead of just the home player. That was really difficult. There you go. Have an individual sponsor for each event, and then you are that sponsor's player of the year. You get a little ad campaign. Yeah. You you win a year's supply of Express VPN. Well, I mean, Chipotle is the national casual Mexican American dining of the National Hockey League, isn't it? So, I mean, make someone like, you know, whatever. You get Gronk makes stupid Chipotle money. Or, you know, you could be the, yeah, NordVPN, uh, whatever USAA, the hell. USAA Insurance. Yeah. Gronk. You get a Honda Ridgeline. Did Claude Giroux get a Honda? Do you still get a car for winning MVP? I, d- I don't know. I yeah, I don't know either. I turned it off, but I I, I turned it off before he had those questions. With the draft used to be fun when they would draft teams. That was yeah, that, that's the great point. They need to bring that back. Instead of like one player 100%. from every team, that's stupid. The draft was way better because they could televise that too and get sponsors and make more money and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or scrap the all-star game and just make it a youngsters game. I don't know because they would care a little bit more, but I don't yeah, think that's a that's a good point. Like young guys there care way more than old guys there. I remember when they used to do the youngsters game. It was sick because like Backstrom, uh, um, it was like it was like what fresh or rookies and sophomores, I think, or something. Like yeah. That. Yep. And Backstrom was pissed off because he didn't make it to yeah. the All Star game. He made it to the Young Guns game, and he was like, "Ah, uh, I think I'm good on this." Yeah. Really, I didn't know that. That's funny. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So I guess yeah, we haven't talked talked a bunch of caps. But I was about to say we should probably was, talk Washington now. Yeah, so that was the anything we missed from All Star Weekend. I mean, Tom Wilson was kind of like the star there. Everyone was like loving him, wanting to talk to him. Brady Kachuk says he looks up to him, and he was like one of the players he idolized growing up, which is nuts. Yeah, it was funny that the people that were complaining most were people that wanted Brad Marchand in the All Star <laughs> game. Yeah, and, I was, you know, yeah I was just when I just when you think you can't get any stupider, you go out and totally do not redeem yourself. Yeah. I like the I like the spin on the dumb and dumber joke there. Like what a moron. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that now? I guess we should. We brought it up, but like yeah, we brought it up. But see, if you nuts. didn't see, yeah, Boston versus Pittsburgh the other night. Um, Tristan Jari is trying to flip a puck to a child. Uh <laughs> In the stands wearing a Pittsburgh jersey. Problem one Denver. right there. Shouldn't be doing yeah. that. Yeah. Well, shouldn't be doing that. But Marshawn comes a by day. and knocks the, knocks the puck right off his stick. Maybe he was going to so, flip you know, him off like he did to you. Maybe Brad yeah. saved him. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But uh, uh, yeah, I do have a little personal beef with Justin Jari. However, this was uncalled for. So he knocks the puck off, the, off of Jari's stick. And then there's a scrum in front of the net. Marshawn claims that Jari jabbed charlie Coyle with his stick what does he do he punches him square in the side of the head but that's the thing it's not like it was like any like they weren't like close incidents like the play went on for a while play stopped they were talking for like five seconds and then marshan punched him did that where are there more cameras on the ice than the fucking net did that (laughs) happen i didn't see him poke at he slashed Coyle in this or yeah he slashed Coyle in the stomach during play Oh, during play. Okay, I was gonna say I didn't see it on the. I didn't see any of the play, but I saw obviously. Yeah, exactly. It was like so long ago before like it all happened, and then they talked, and then he punched him. He's been suspended what seven times? I think he gets eight games. 
I saw he, I saw he, uh, it was, I was watching Overdrive today and he almost has, he's almost given up a million dollars in salary from suspension. How much, how many times has Wilson been suspended? I think Wilson's four or five. Four or five. And and yet he's the scumbag. I know. That's what I'm saying. And all of his are like hits, like during play and all of Mark, not all of Mark Shans, but a lot of them are just like stupid. I remember during one of the, um, one of our Tarek interviews, either last year or two years ago, bringing kind of bringing this up, I was like, like a lot of Wilsons are in the heat of the play, or is a hockey play. Like it might still be like they might still be kind of a bad hit, but it's not like he's going out of his way to try to like intentionally hurt somebody. And all of Marshawn's antics are: how does he not get suspended for that? And he was just like, I don't know. He gave he gave us some answer that the NHL looks at everything and they deem what they deem necessary. It was, it, he gave the politically correct answer, and I was just like, "Like the guys in New York, they're watching this." I'm telling you, AB. Yeah, exactly. That's, I think you said that yeah. word. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, "All right, whatever." And now this is happening, and I, like he does this every year. He does this like four or five times a year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the, what did the, I say? I think he's been suspended seven times already. So yeah. like, you gotta. Give him a hefty one here. Like Willie's last suspension was what a quarter of the fucking season. That's what I'm saying. Like that's last one was seven games, and he wasn't even technically a repeat offender then. Like I feel like it should be more than eight games. I mean, I know it's probably only gonna like they'll probably only get like five, but I don't know. Like like the play times. Yeah, like the play itself, I don't think is like that bad. Like maybe not like maybe like a game or two, but he is a repeat offender because he already got sussied earlier this year for a slew foot. So yep. like he's and it's, he's already having the in person hearing, so it's five minimum. So like I'm fine. Well, then with he put his, because he didn't hit him in the face, but he he threw a stick in his face too. Yeah, it was like right here, I, like it almost hit his neck. But like I was, yeah, I thought he went for, I thought he got his neck. I guess he didn't. It was very close. He might have gotten it. Yeah, I, he's just I I don't get it because Boston fans hate Caps fans for some reason and hate the Caps mm-hmm. and they, well all of Boston's identity now retired in tampa bay so like they have nothing their whole identity for 20 years was tom brady yeah <laughs> yeah that's true they're calling they like i mean more than just boston fans everyone says tom wilson's a scumbag but like what marshawn does is a million times worse intentions yeah exactly that's the thing it's like tom wilson's like we just said or like he to the play broad marshawn's like intentional like trying to hurt you <laughs> like he wants to be the rat of the league yeah exactly so, yeah, I don't care that he's going to get, like, five games, even though I don't think it's a five-game-worthy suspension. I Yeah, I just wish you got, like, 20. <laughs> Let's see if the, I keep rolling in the predictions. I'm going to go eight. That would be crazy. Yeah. If you go three for three, I'm going to need some Super Bowl odds. Oh. I like your I like, I like your eight game. I think eight and then appeal will go down to six or something like that. Yeah, by the time he gets through the appeal process, though, hopefully he served the whole thing. Yeah. It, well, who happened? That happened to Kadri or something, right? Or maybe did it happen? Well, it was Willie. Willie. It's when uh, Willie had his yeah. long one. Got yeah. knocked down to like 14, and he'd already served like 16. He's already 20 games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, can we get some Thanks, of these retroactive? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we had that. Uh, Kevin Fiala, probably going to get uh, 
a similar fate, probably less, but you see in their scrap, the double scrap last night against one No, I actually missed all this. What what yeah, happened? Minnesota. It was uh Dylan and Greenway and Fiala and uh shit, who was it from from Winnipeg? But double scrap at the same time, Spider-Man meme point off. Um Chickless uh, tweet on, versus rock hard right now. <laughs> on the way down, Fiala uh appeared to put a knee in, into the head. So, mm. yeah, we'll see how that gets. Fiala's weird. I hear he's like a bit of a weirdo, like just like not a good teammate. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, he's I mean, like, he's been talked about getting moved, and he's, you know, a, he's top, like a sick player. Yeah, he's a top 100 player in the league right now, I'd say. He's just a real um, bag, apparently. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah. Gotta be. Um, so, I guess, you know, those could, those could be both our what if uh, Willie did those, but. Man, oh, what if Willie what did saying. the Marshan one? Jesus Christ. I think that's a 20 gamer for him. If, if Willie does that, 20 Minimum. Exactly. Minimum. I think he might get like half the season if he did that. So, yeah, I guess uh, we can jump, get back on the, the Cavs wagon here. Latest rumor news is Mark andre Fleury not coming to D.C. This is so disappointing. Yeah, it sucks. Uncomfortable with it was the wording I read uncomfortable with it like flurry was i didn't i didn't read yeah, what the the wording i read was would flurry be comfortable with a trade to washington yeah uh, this guy needs to dude, grow up yeah like seriously I, I like come on that's such a bullshit excuse like henrik did it yeah yeah had no problem doing it like pittsburgh traded you away dude or yeah uh, like they gave they got rid of you like and I know then Vegas still, like, gave you up for nothing. Quite literally. <laughs> like I, you're not I, like you're nothing right now. Like you're a Blackhawk. That's it. I think it might all come down to like Caps beating them in the Stanley Cup. Chicago. Like beating Vegas. So <laughs> like, are you sure uh, Chicago? That one clip, that one clip coming up was uh that keeps coming up now is when OV like taps his pads at the at the center line during the right. finals. And then he tried to like chop it over. Like, like is that in the back of Flurry's mind? Like, no, nah, I can't. I can't play with that guy. No, Ovi was going bananas for him at his five. That's what games. I was gonna say. Wasn't he pumped for him when he won like his five hundredth game or whatever? Like, I thought they yeah. were buddies. He probably. I don't know. I I'm just trying to like. I'm, I'm trying to make sense of it. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's the thing. It makes no sense. Like. So I, I guess I mean uh, other solutions. Certainly not Tuka Rask. He has uh, since retired. Yeah, I was never really about the t- bringing Tuka Rask in. Well, I don't think it was really an option. But yeah. So he uh, is he's off the board. Um, Varlamov potentially. Yeah. He's like the only one that I can think of. Uh, I've heard Jonathan Quick too, but LA's actually pretty good this year. Yeah, that's the Jake, problem. LA Jake Allen, but would that be an upgrade? No, no, anything Jake Allen. <laughs> um, yeah, the goalie market's yeah. tough right now. I don't know, like I, Corpusalo, Koskinen, no, no. I don't mind like yeah. Corpusalo or Merzlikens, but I don't know if they're like they're just. I think they're streaky too. Yeah, I don't think they're any. They don't solidify the back. Yeah, exactly. Claude Giroux though. Oh, man, make the, but... make the cap space work. 
I think you just throw a recruiter over in Flurry's camp and just be like, look, man, it's really awesome over here. <laughs> Maybe yeah, you know. should do it. That's a pretty convincing argument. Yeah, you're a DC look, Mark Andre, it's it's pretty dope over here. I don't know. I don't I don't know how long you plan on sticking around, but you know, if you raise your kids here, they get in state tuition anywhere in the country. Yeah. yeah. Throw throw a, and a fat it's bag pretty awesome here. I don't know. And like give Chicago every single draft pick we have in the future. I don't care. Like, I would think if anything, he would be like he wouldn't like Pittsburgh that much because of the way they got rid of him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, what AB saying, I'm going to jump back to that, Ben, throw everything at him. Yeah, the Caps, they're going to have to rebuild eventually. Like, why make it a slower process? Like, throw everything we can, but the kitchen sink. like, And the kitchen sink, fuck it. Yeah. Like, post-Ovi and post-Backstrom, it's going to be some dark days. Yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah, it is. Which I don't know if, be, like... GMBM is trying to avoid that and pull a Detroit Red Wings and just be good for 20 years, or if he's embracing it. I feel like he's trying to do the Detroit thing. Ah, I don't know if I love that. (laughs) I mean, I'm saying that now because I want, I like, I just want OV to have like one more cup, but. I know, like when he wasn't in that Edmonton game, it's like it just feels so like empty watching a Caps game without him. I swear to God, when he retires, I'm gonna one, I'm gonna cry. Two, I'm gonna be like, I don't know if I want to watch this team anymore. I know, like I, I take him for granted because I watch him every game, and when he's not there, it's like, wow, this hurts. Yeah, I, I keep, I, I say that to people all the time, especially people that aren't particularly hockey fans. Like you have the best goal scorer, generational talent ever, like in your backyard. You need to go watch him play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And these Ravens fans are telling me Lamar Jackson's better. I'm like, fuck off, dude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and fuck y'all, Ripken Jr. Yeah. Fucking big fun. But, yeah, I don't know. I We we need a – I mean, Varlamov, I guess, is the most likely candidate, I would say, I guess, at this point. No? Yeah, I mean – But are the Islanders going to, like, commit to a sell? Like, I feel like they're going to, like, write this year off and be like, we're going to start over next year. I don't know what his contract's like, though, actually. I, I mean, who I, are the big guys on the, the trade board? Uh, Klingberg. With Mitch Korn in your, on your team, he's, he's, he's with the Islanders, right? Yeah, he's a goalie wizard. Yeah. Like, I feel like Barry would be okay with being like, all right, sure, we'll do Samsonov on a couple picks for – Whoa, Colorado. you're saying Samsonov, not Banachek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Really? Yeah, dude. I'm tired of Sam Sonoff. I'm done. You're actually done with him? You're one of those guys? Like, you're done with Sammy? I'm not done done, but, like, if if I were going to trade one of the two, yeah, I'd probably trade Sam Sonoff. I think think Vandacek's better. I think he's more consistent. Whoa. I don't even, like, disagree with you, but I just – I'm way too sold on Sammy becoming a generational goalie. I mean – how, I guess. How old is he? He's like 25. Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's and goalies don't I, like in two years, he'll probably be amazing. You're probably That's right. the problem is like if we get rid of him, I know he's going to win the Vesna. Yeah. Especially if he goes to Mitch Corn because Mitch Corn makes anybody a Nova Vesna winner. Yeah, exactly. Jonas Corbustalo is 22. He's sick for a 22 year old. I'm just gonna change my tune a little bit. 
Nope, not Yo. I don't think Columbus is trading him. Where's he? He's in Columbus, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're trading him. Weren't they yeah, trying I mean, to get guys, rid of them both or one of them? Yeah, one of them. I mean, all the guys at the top of the list are D-man. It's what Chikrin, Chiriot, Quinberg. But like the yeah. Caps, I don't think are going to go for a D, are they? No, I don't think so. It's got to be like a winger or a goalie or both. Well, Mantha skating. Yeah, I'm pumped about that. He's still a ways away, but well, Mantha being said back, he, would, he would anticipate he would play before playoffs, though. Yeah, I would say April. Yeah, it's April. gonna be like a week before playoffs, maybe. Well, it, the regular season goes all the way until May. Really? I think. I'm pretty sure the last game is like April 29th of the regular season. Well, deadline's March yeah, I think 21st. You're right. So we've got some time. Um, yeah, we'll see if pieces start getting moved here. I mean, I think we get a healthy Mantha and bring in Phil the Thrill. <laughs> yes, I'm all <laughs> in on that. I like how you just always toss in Phil. Like maybe we get John Gibson and Phil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This <laughs> just find a way to get Phil on the roster. The first year we started doing the podcast, that, that would be like me and Billman would just be like, ah, it's, all right, so let's just trade for Taylor Hall and Mitch Marner and we'll be fine. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it would it would just get out of control. We'd be like, all right, we can probably make that happen, right? If we just move a like, locker two- room with like Phil, Ovi, and Kuznetsov would be a circus. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about fucking dietary restrictions in that locker room. <laughs> talk about the tunnel. Their chef would just, it would just be like a McDonald's buffet every day. <laughs> I just like candy too much. <laughs> I like, he always like yells at Sid and stuff. And you're always right, Ovi. Oh, God. He's just a barn animal. Have you seen the video of uh, Phil's, like, laughing on the bench when he's in Pittsburgh and then Sid comes <laughs> up and, like, says something to him? And you just see him go, like, don't fucking yell at me, Sid. <laughs> yeah. He's like, um, the, he's like the, the new Brett Hall, but he's not. Yeah, but pretty much. We just don't get it, but it's working. Um, other league news. Uh, was it Dominic Ducharme axed in Montreal? Yeah, that guy is a scary-looking dude. Yeah, he looks like a villain in a James Bond movie. Yeah, he does, but like a bad James Bond movie. Yeah. He looks like uh, he's the bad guy in the Santa Claus, too. <laughs> it's like Jack Frost. Yeah. Um, Jack Frost got so fired. He was, he was swiftly replaced by Mark Pan Saint-Louis. People are quick to point out that he has only ever coached a peewee team, and this leaves a gaping hole on that peewee bench. Yeah, uh, he didn't. He didn't talk much. I don't think there was a parent meeting beforehand. Um, but yeah, that's kind of out of left field. Like they were talking about you know, bringing in Danny Briere as their GM, and they didn't do that, and then bring in Martin Saint Louis as the interim head coach. Um, the only links I have there is that he is uh, French and Canadian. Uh, at the same time, and uh, speaks English and French. I think he coaches Jeff Gordon's kids in New York. Maybe he yeah. saw him coaching the Pee Wee game, and he's like, that guy. I he like the way the he bench. runs the bench. It's a tight bench. <laughs> All I know is that the Caps are fucked tomorrow. Oh, I know, yeah. they're so fucked. Montreal's going to yeah. win 8-1. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah, tonight. Yeah, I'm not gonna use my clairvoyance on that. I'm not gonna waste it because we know that that's gonna happen. We're gonna go. Did you, uh, 
against Columbus and Montreal right out of the gate. It's going to suck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they always we didn't even talk around, about that we, Columbus nobody, we haven't game. pointed this out, that they're always brutal around the All-Star game. Yeah. yeah. I have always. a horrible year-to-year memory, so I don't remember. Yeah, they're always brutal in or around the All-Star game. You're not wrong, actually. So let's just remind all Caps fans that this happens every single year and stop panicking. Yeah, I mean, eventually we're going to have to panic and we're going to be wrong, but not yeah. right now. Yeah, the way they're playing has gone on longer than I thought it would. But so. Yes, I, I, I will admit that uh, we'll relent at some point. But now's not that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, at least in the Oilers game, they didn't lose in overtime. Yeah. They, oh, my God. They, they had the nerve to lose shorthanded with three minutes left. That was such yeah. a bullshit goal, too. It went off like three legs, and Nugent Hopkins just had it sitting back door wide open. <laughs> It was right after the Unleash the Fury hype vid, too. I'm starting to walk back the, uh, the, that whole rant that I posted on Twitter. Like, I was like, stop panicking. Just, and, like, post, or last, just post like a one-minute apology for your rant. The last, yeah. The last, <laughs> the last CC'd from that tweet. The last two games that we've had were the Oilers game where I was like, okay, yeah, we should probably fire the 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 power play coach. That was a fireable offense. And then the last game, I was like, okay, yeah, we should probably get a new goalie. Like, <laughs> both panicking moves, but no, then, let's not. Then they're going to beat the worst team in the league tomorrow or tonight, and we'll be like, phew, like they're I all told good. You guys, we're fine. <laughs> we beat possibly the worst team in NHL history. We're fine. Three to two in overtime. Speaking of your boy yeah. Vitek, he's out still from that Edmonton. No, not Edmonton game. Game before that, Pittsburgh game. Yeah, he got smoked in the noggin. Yeah, he's on concussion protocol, I think. Yeah, uh, Malkin also. Uh, he's on COVID protocol. The Hughes brothers popped positive after you know bebopping with everyone at the All Star game. That was really sweet of him. Wait, who yeah. else? The Hughes boys. Oh yeah, yeah they did. <laughs> they did get it. Yeah, if they just gave the entire NHL COVID, that'd be nuts. Yeah, that would be like the the ultimate mush to your Jack Hughes take. Yeah, he's still <laughs> performing at a point per game, though. I think, yeah. maybe not. Yeah, I don't, I, they don't have the stats out in front of me, and I'm I'm not frankly gonna pull them up. I didn't uh I didn't watch the Columbus game. I was playing hockey, but like you guys said, the goals were bad, right? That Copley let in. Or was it bad, like player wise? Like the the last goal he let in was really bad. Like the uh, very like the final one where it was like tied with like a minute left. No, sorry, the second to last one. Um, they took the lead to go four to three, right. um, and Copley let in a goal. The guy just shot it from like the high slot, like almost above the dots, and it. He like went through his seven hole and it trickled in right behind him. Just it so was, tough. It was really, really bad. And then the last goal that Sammy let up was again a shot from the high slot with two defensemen in front of him, hits him in the chest, lets out a bad rebound that like went out five feet in front of him. Breaking um, news. Marshawn gets six games. Mm. So he already had the appeal from the eight gamer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Six games, not enough. Fuck. And Vinny Le expected to be named assistant to the general manager in Montreal. Love that. Is that Love serious? That. 
Tampa Bay serious. All all old Tampa Bay is just going up to Montreal. Nikolai Hobbybone's next. Yeah, goaltending coach. Brad yeah. Richards. Brad Richards, yep. Fucking love that. But yeah, um Sammy lets up a bad rebound. Um Columbus like just gets control of the puck, makes a good play in front of our net and they score. Did this happen to fuel your trade, Sammy? Uh take it all? <laughs> no, 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 no. No. I was I was saying that way before this. It's just so tough because there's been so many games that the Caps like should have won this year, but either their power play shit the bed or their goalie let in like a weak goal where it's like the D, like it's not their fault. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that's literally what it is. And well, the Caps respond by, you know, releasing Dennis Chalowski. Yeah. That's that'll wake the boys up. Just the entire room. Like, what's the problem? Dennis. The, Dennis is the problem. <laughs> Fucking new guy over there. The other thing that makes me a little nervous, again, not panicking, but a little nervous, is that I have recently learned that uh, power play struggles have been a part of Laviolette's teams in the past. Yeah, yeah um, Nashville had like a historically bad power play when he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. I believe I pointed that out when he got hired. If we go back, I know that you guys listen to this uh, and go back and even listen to old episodes. But if you go back to that, that one, I believe I did mention that. So in his first year, massive turnarounds, but power play production was a downside. Which is funny. I mean, everyone's saying fire foresight. So oh, I've, I've already seen just, some people say that they regret hiring Laviolette which is nuts because this team was like almost first in the league for the first quarter of the season and they didn't Wait, have you, any players. People people are saying fire Laviolette. I saw at least one or two tweets where people were like, yeah, like I really wish we got Gallant that off season, not Laviolette. Like after they've been struggling, uh, it's like yeah. Laviolette's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> most Laviolette. wins by an American coach ever. Yeah. Laviolette's fine. Other than the power play. I mean, the team has been like, five on five like one of the best teams in the league for most of the season exactly like like it really is it really does all just come down to special teams and well now it's both special teams our pk looks really fucking bad too and goaltending like that i mean that there's yeah. big issues and it's tough because like all the goalies that were available on like bad teams either got traded or those teams are doing randomly good like anaheim and la where we had gibson that was trade bait or jonathan quick Right. I don't know if Gibson would ever was ever trade bait. I feel like Anaheim is would never have gotten rid of him. No yeah, I just saw they're... like rumors like this might be Gibson's last year. That's literally all I'm going off. Okay. <laughs> they're in a they're in the middle of a rebuild, and that rebuild is happening just quicker than way quicker than they thought. I just can't believe Detroit. They're they're able to you know put together a team pretty quickly. They're they're I mean not that they're. Uh, contender i think right now but you compare them to like ottawa or other teams in that same mode like they they pretty quickly went from a joke to you know pretty decent team yeah like so, the last time they were in playoffs was what like 2018 or whatever they played tampa or something so like that's not yeah that's not a bad turnaround no not at all um so what else we got um i had like your dream healthy caps lineup for this year like everyone's healthy who do you want in? Who do you not want in? Oh, man. I think a dream of a top six that consists of Kuzi, Ovi, 
Mantha, Willie, Backstrom, Oshi. Me too. And then sheesh, third well, line. Lars that's where it gets tough. Phil Kessel. Uh, yeah. Lars, uh, Phil gets Kessel. here, he'll probably be there. Um, no, Lars, Snively, McMichael. I fuck with that too. I love Joe Snively right now. I've only seen like one full game of him, but he just looked better than other prospects. He's just buzzing, man. Yeah, he's actually. He's, yeah, he's he's what Haglin used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like he he's he's just scrappy as fuck with the puck, and I don't know, like he, he's. So then, he, I, then the fourth line I think is Dowd, Hathaway, and Sheary. Yeah, I was gonna say, where are you putting Sherry in this line? In this line, yeah, I feel like Sherry has to be on my third line. Yeah, perhaps, maybe swap him and Snively out. But I um. Wait, who is your other third line winger? McMichael. Michael? I was like, uh, I don't know if I would want McMichael or Protus. Yeah, because I don't speed. know if Haglund's making my dream lineup anymore. He's not. He's not making mine. No. Yeah. I think I'd probably uh, put Protus there then. Loki, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I wouldn't like thanks Lars Eller for the cup, but like I knew you were gonna kick him out of the Well, that's that's what I said last pod. Was he on paper makes the most sense that like he's not we're not if we traded him, it's not just taking a bad contract, you know, it's not a bad contract, he's still a good player and it's four mil off the books. Yeah, yeah it's actually not like a bad idea to think about getting rid of him. And then yeah. you can let McMichael play. And I'll always love Lars Exactly. I mean, the That's the thing. The guy has been a turnover machine, and it hasn't. This isn't the first year. No, he's the just guy, more noticeable this year with his mistakes. Yeah, like he, he's he's always turned the puck over, kind of. But like, I don't know. He, kind of, I guess, he makes up for it because he does score some clutch goals sometimes, and he he usually pots in like close to twenty. Yeah, and he's, he's usually really good at controlling the puck in the other team's zone. But he, this year yeah, he has he's made on some power really play. He's on their plays. first power play unit now. Oh, yeah, kicking Koozie off the first unit is bonkers. <laughs> yeah. It's a crazy yeah, so. move. I don't know. So that's, that's, uh, that's where we're at. What do you yeah. think, like, Cap's Twitter's dream lineup would be? Like, McMichael, AJF, Protus, uh, Snively. Brett, Brett Connolly, Chandler Stevenson. Yeah. Hey, don't talk Nathan, about Nathan, yeah. Nathan Walker. Just they Marcus love every Johansson. rookie. They freak out if every rookie's not getting 20 minutes. <laughs> Marcus yeah. Johansson. Um, yeah, I do see that like everyone's like McMichael needs more time. I'm like, dude, he just doesn't fit on our top six. I don't know what to Yeah, tell and he's just like he doesn't do enough to earn his ice time. Nate right. Schmidt. Yeah, Nate Schmidt was a big one. <laughs> Drew Bauer. I, I get yeah. You're naming players that I love. Come on, man. I did, I love Nate Schmidt. Nate Schmidt and Stevenson were the two. I, yeah, I like Nate Schmidt. And I love Chandler Stevenson, obviously. So, But it's just every Caps Twitter person like McMichael and Protus and AJF need top minutes. It's like, no, they don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. And when we're healthy, they might not get any minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when we're not like, healthy. They still might not get any minutes. Like Haglin can suck ass and not put up points, but then they want like McMichael in there. And I'm not comparing the two because I like McMichael more, but it's just like he doesn't put up that many more points. No. Right. He just doesn't get breakaways as often and not score. Right. So, anyways, I'm going to tweet out Haglin's better than McMichael in 10 minutes and see how that goes. 
Cool. Uh, uh, wait, wait for the game. Wait for the game because Hagelin did score last night. He did actually. That's true. Yeah. That would have been the time to do it. I mean, um, if we're if we're talking trade deadline, like who who would you who are you trying to move? Like, I mean, my first one. I'm is not here. joking. Is is uh, Lars? Lars, yeah. Lars has an option. He's not my first pick, but he's an option. I think he is. I think Lars and a goalie would free up some space and be an enticing offer for, for people. I think it's a realistic option. It I, is I, definitely. It's just tough because, like, he's proven that he can be a third-line center on a cup-winning team. Like, he's done it. Yeah, and people do harp on, you know, you need deep in the center. You need to be deep in the center position. Exactly. Um, He's, like, a perfect third-line center, even though he's making a lot of mistakes this year. Yeah, he just, you know, salary-wise makes Mm -hmm. sense. Um, And I know who you're going to say, A.B. I'm not going to cut you off, but I agree. Who? What? Schultz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was I was gonna say <laughs> Nick Dowd like he can slide right into that third line center. Nick Dowd is so good, dude. Nick I think Dowd he's had good. he's had such a good season this year. He's probably been one of our most consistent players. I agree. Yeah, uh, he I think he's a sick player. A, a, I mean, when he's gotten that spot in the third line, it's not like he's had a great support system either. He's always been thrown there in a, in a rush or in a yeah. pinch. So you know that would be a realistic option. See him actually play with. Uh, a third line grouping and not just his fourth line. I just love him and Hathaway are so good together though. Yeah. Keep him as the first PK unit. And McMichael is supposed to be a center, right? Like, yeah. Try to use him at fourth line center. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not joking. I would love Phil Kessel. I think he's a decent option. I would also there. love Phil Kessel. Just so it would be awesome. Um, I mean, Everybody was raving about the whole Kovalchuk last year or whenever that was, but like, yeah, well, that was the so stupidest much, trade ever made. So much better. Yeah, I didn't like the Kovalchuk trade when it happened. Yeah, no, um, I, I liked it just to see if it worked, and then it didn't work. And like for like the first like five games, I was like, all right, never mind. I mean, I'd be curious, Minnesota. Um, if, if Fiala is on the market, man, I wouldn't hate seeing Kevin Fiala. On the third line in Washington, yeah. What about Evander yeah, Kane? <laughs> yeah, he's he's better than Evander Kane, I think, this year at least. I don't know. Um, Gramlin is a guy that better can play center. He can play wing. Um, I mentioned it in our group chat and was immediately shit on and uh, had terrible players compared to him. But Derek Broussard is healthy again. I think he's a very cheap option that you could put literally anywhere in the lineup. I like him as a 13th forward. Like, if you can yeah. just slide him in some games. Yeah, like uh, a raffle type. I don't know where this player is at. But Philly. Derek Stepan. He's in Carolina, and I only know that because I saw him, like, yesterday or two days ago. Yeah, he happened that, to be on TV for two That seconds. was news to me within the last few weeks also. <laughs> uh, I was like, holy shit, there's Derek Stepan. Yeah, no, um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know. I think DeBrusque – doesn't really excite me much. Yeah, like I like him, but he would really have to just play exactly like he did in like 2019, which he yeah, has for like three years. I think I just love his name. I think he has a good hockey name. <laughs> he does have a good hockey name. Um, Blake Wheeler. Bring him in. Good hockey Connor name. Garland is a name that all of a sudden I'm seeing being thrown around. How much does he make, if you don't mind me getting you to look it up? Even though I'm on oh. capfriendly.com, I'll look it up. Well, cool. let's just find out. Connor Garland. He makes four nine. 
How much? So, Haglin and Eller? Connor Garland. The Canucks could use a goalie. Washington could use a goalie. Just let's also get Thatcher Demko from them real quick, too. Yeah, I was going to say the Canucks don't need a goalie. They had Demko at the All Star game. Yeah, but they're terrible. Demko's sick. Yeah, Boston College guy. Hell yeah. Let's get Demko. I'm all in. All right, cool. Demko. Same. All right, yeah, dream lineup. Shit, they have him signed for a minute for only five mil a year. Hmm. All right, yeah, we'll take Demko and uh, Connor Garland. You know what? Twist my arm. Professor. Throw, throw in Brock Besser, why don't you? Yeah, and Quinn Hughes, too. All right, thanks. Yeah. Um, well, right, fine, we'll take Alex Chase on back as well. Only Jay Beagle is still there. We're going to have to make a trade with Arizona, too. Yeah. Get some, um, get them no. to take some money. We'll take Jay Beagle. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Honestly, if we don't trade for Jay Beagle, I would fucking love that. Because we're terrible in face-offs. That's true. It's like all he did. He did it very well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're going to do one thing, you got to be good at it. And that's Jay Beagle in a nutshell. About to invent the Fogo of hockey. Face off. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a lacrosse position, Ben. American lacrosse. American lacrosse, eh? Yeah, field locks, bro. I know field. I know all about field locks, all right? Don't talk so you down know to about, me. You know about the Fogos? Well, I mean, Ben. Face off, get off. Think? Yeah, of course. Who do you think uh, like excites you on the, the trade front? Can you list off some names of the list that you have in front of you? I mean, they're all defensive. And none particularly. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Chikrin, Klinberg, Ben Chariot. Um, so Kevin Fiala, forward. Um, Excuse me, I have my hand raised. AB has a question. Oh, sorry, AB. Tyler Toffoli. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that, or frankly, Brennan Gallagher. Yeah, I'll take either of them. I'm not, I, Gallagher plays good. I just don't like him. So I would have yeah, that moral fair. dilemma. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't. I just. I don't know what. We'll see, man. We've still got a month and a half till the the uh, deadline. But um, yeah, what if we just win out until the deadline? So Fiala, Kessel, Riley Smith. Uh, Nick Letty, Mark Giordano, more defensive. Ooh, I like Nick Letty. I yeah, know we don't need he's Justin guy. Schultz. I'll say I'm a big Nick. I think he's better than Justin Schultz. You think Nick Letty's better than Justin Schultz? Yeah, Nick Letty's low key, like really good. Well, it used to be. I don't know. Maybe not anymore. Yeah, I think he's I know, like a sixth like, defenseman on Detroit, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's on Detroit now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hey, where's where's Derek Stepan? I want him. Damn. Um, Dylan Strom. Um, I gotta start playing NHL again. That's where I knew where everybody. I was. know that's how I know everybody too. I mean, Riley Smith makes five sheets a year. I don't necessarily want him. I used no. to trade in in NHL GM mode. I used to trade for Nick Letty like every single season. I'd be like, yeah, this guy's kind of sick. Um, I love how like people are giving away all their first for like Connor McDavid. You're just steadying your blue line. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Um, we need a reliable guy Miller? back there. JT Miller. JT Miller's pretty good, but I just don't see them as like realistic options for Washington unless they get rid of like That's a bigger. Saying. Like, there's not a lot of people that I think actually. Unless they surprise us, like last year, I would not have bet Rana get moved. JT Miller just doesn't do it for me. I don't know. Yeah, 
He's on I feel my like fan. anywhere but Vancouver, he'll suck. Because like he was, uh, he was on the Rangers. He was like good. But he was like, he's on my fantasy team, and he does great. I just for some reason like, ah. I know what you like, mean you have those guys that like are good every year, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know about him. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah. What other? Uh, we're gonna get things wrapped up here shortly, but Ben, any other um, off-topic notes or, or things we want to touch on? Off topic. Um, have you guys seen like the Ottawa truckers going on here in Canada? I I tell you what, I've seen it, but I've not clicked on the headline. I, I just you know what, there's so much negativity in the world, Ben. Uh, yeah. But yeah, what the fuck is going on? I know it's so weird. So like the gist that I know of it is like obviously people are done with like the vaccine or the COVID restrictions and the vaccine mandates and everything. Because they say they're taking away our rights and freedoms and everything. So truckers came from BC all the way to Ottawa, which if you don't know, is basically cross country. And now they're just like parked in Ottawa where the parliament buildings are and are just protesting. And it's been going on for like a week or so now. And they're just like, they're like laying on their horns and protesting, but there's been like Nazi flags there. They're like vandalizing statues of like Terry Fox, which is random. And uh, just, like, stuff like that, like, anti-Semitic, misogynistic, like, homophobic stuff. That That's, like, not all the people there, obviously. It's, like, a small group. But, like, it's basically just, like, a big riot protest going on in Ottawa as a result of these truckers that are, like, blocking laneways. So, like, ambulances are, like, not being able to get through and shit like that. And they're huh. labeling themselves freedom fighters, which is hilarious. <laughs> this doesn't sound great at all. No, no, it's it's not. <laughs> um, Ben, have you been watching uh Book of Boba Fett? I haven't because I've heard mixed things about it. Have you watched Clone Wars, the cartoon? No, I haven't. I don't think I ever will though. It's pretty dope. I've um, heard that, I just can't get into it. Yeah, COVID. If it wasn't for COVID, I don't think I would have watched it. Yeah, I, tr- um, I tried to get into it and I couldn't. It took me a bunch of times, but I only say that because there's a some pretty big fan service, some pretty awesome crossover characters. Um, but that's good. Have you watched Peacemaker? No, I still haven't. Based on your recommendation, I will yeah. get to that. I've heard from pretty much everybody who's seen it. It's like one of the best shows out. It's incredible that DC's best property right now is a dark comedy with John Cena. <laughs> Yeah, dude. And they have shouldn't Batman, be that Superman. <laughs> He's Green the doctor Lantern. of thugonomics. It shouldn't be that surprising. <laughs> well, I just mean like this with all the property crazy. in the DC universe, like it took John Cena and the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy to make, um, you know, something watchable. I'm in the minority for this, and this is going to be such a bad take. But like John, again, a guy who doesn't do it for me is John Cena. Except you, for- you didn't watch him win his first belt at WrestleMania 20, then. <laughs> Yeah, so except for like WrestleMania stuff in his in his intro song, that's that's. Goaded. Did you um? Did you did you hear him on PMT? No, was no. he on PMT? Yeah, yeah, he's no, been I on didn't. a couple of times. He was on recently to promote Peacemaker. That's actually how I found out it was a show. Yeah, um, <laughs> but they were they were talking to him, and of course they made like a joke about like you killing killing someone or something, oh. and he was just like. Oh, well, actually, you know, I don't feel comfortable talking about that right now. I had a dear friend of mine die recently. And they're like, oh, shit, dude. Like, we're so sorry. He's like, no, no, no. Like, any other time, I would have been down for this joke. But just, like, I can't right now. Like, in good conscience, just make this joke. And just, like, total downer. 
Buzz <laughs> Killington. Like towards the end of their interview, they were just like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I'm what pumped else? Pumped for the Batman, though. Even, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not pumped for those stupid cologne commercials that Batman's in. There's cologne commercials with Batman? With Robert Pattinson, and they're like painfully long. So it was a movie, apparently, though. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like a three hour movie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to pay full price and I'm going to see it, but still. Yeah. I'm going to put a catheter in. <laughs> I'm definitely going to see it. I've been, um, um, I've been crushing Batman. Peaky Blinders. Guy oh, wait. What were you going to say about Batman? Uh, I said, guy who does do it for me, Batman. <laughs> yeah, Batman oh, yeah. will we, always do it. We for cut me. AB off before that big build up. Yeah. <laughs> That's great podcasting. No, I've been crushing Peaky Blinders because like season six is coming out the last season and I was way behind. So I've been ripping through Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've only seen one episode of that show ever. Laugh my shaft off. Oh my God. Have you guys seen the new show on Netflix, Murderville? No, I heard it's great. Oh, it's so funny, man. Do you know like how it works? No, but it's Will Arnett. Yeah, Will Arnett's like a detective. His name's Terry Seattle. And every episode, he gets a new partner. But it's like a special guest star. So like the first episode's Conan O'Brien. But the guest star doesn't have a script. So they have to improv their entire uh, segments on the show. And there's like legit clues like sprinkled throughout to solve the murder. (laughs) But they always miss them. But it's so fucking funny, man. Especially the one with Conan. Because they had like Marshawn Lynch on the second one. I stopped paying for Netflix because I got sick of just watching the same shit over and over again. Um, and they yeah, kept hitting me like, hey, to doing. hey, you know, you have, you know, we, we suspended your account. And then finally, after like three months, like, hey, we just deactivated your shit. I'm like, cool, cool. I'm good with that for now. I could never commit to that. Yeah, it's deactivating just, Netflix. You know, I'll, I'll reactivate it eventually. But you sound was, like I, fucking Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> like, I'm going to go live in the woods. I just I watched everything that I wanted to watch. Now they put Seinfeld back on there and they fucking handcuffed me a little bit. So, but yeah. You would want to um, watch a racist. Kramer is the racist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, just, um, I'm just putting you in a box. So, uh, anything else, fellas? I mean, that's it for me. So, yeah, I, I did a poor job of, of talking about it beforehand, but we are going to end this episode. <laughs> With uh, an never mentioned it once. Did not mention it once, so maybe maybe we'll throw it in beforehand. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be like a two-hour episode. Yeah, I know. But interview with uh, Baltimore Banners coach uh, Matt Leone. The Baltimore Banners are playing a charity game against the Baltimore Sentinels. So Baltimore Banners is made up of um, all Baltimore local kids, um, put on by the Tender Bridge. Uh, we're going to put links in our bio and in the Instagram for them, but they're having a charity game for um, two actual players from the banners um, that were tragically uh, lost in the last year due to gun violence. So they'll be having a fundraiser for those two players, families, as well as the Baltimore city police officer that uh, lost her life in the line of duty, Kiona Holly. So that game is February 20th. Um, we have a good interview again with Matt Leone talking about Baltimore banners. Um, Want to get as many eyes, ears, and views on that as possible. There is a GoFundMe. Um, these guys are a nonprofit. I know a lot of times when you are 
donating, uh, especially to big causes or campaigns, you're wondering uh, where are my dollars going to use and where can I see them being put? Um, I can tell you firsthand that every dollar that goes towards the Baltimore banners is going towards these kids. These coaches are picking them up, providing them lunches, providing them a safe environment um, at the ice rink. So it's, it's tremendous work that they do over there, um, Coach Leone and everybody. But February 20th is their game against, again, the Baltimore Sentinels, which is a team made up of first responders. And all the proceeds for those games will be going to the families of the two fallen banners players and uh, Officer Holly from Baltimore City. Um, so please listen, uh, keep your ears peeled, and check out our Twitter and Instagram for links for the Baltimore Banners, their GoFundMe, and their game coming up on the 20th. All right, we're now welcoming on the coach of the Baltimore Banners, Matt Leone. Matt, good to see you again. Good to talk to you. Uh, it's been a while since we chatted with you guys, but a lot's been going on with the Banners here. And we got a big game here on February 20th. Uh, so let's just go ahead and start with that. What do we got coming up here? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for making it happen. Um, February 20th, we're playing um, a familiar foe, the Baltimore Sentinels. They're a team comprised of Baltimore first responders, um, primarily Baltimore police officers. Um, and, and we're finally back in the bubble at Patterson Park. We kind of were uh, floating around Laurel and Reisterstown for a little bit, but, but we're finally back as of January 2022. Uh, the boys are, are happy to be back on home ice. And, um, and this game's got some special meaning this time. This past fall, we lost, lost two of our players, Abe and Peanut. Um, that was tragic. The, the guys are pretty emotional about it, but, but they're ready to put their emotions to, to good use. And um, similar with the Baltimore Police Department, Officer Holly um, was killed in the line of duty recently. Um, so this game, all funds that are raised are gonna go three ways. We're going to um, half will come to the banners, or I'm sorry, a third will come to the banners. A third will go directly to Officer Holly's family. And the final third will go to the Sentinels who are establishing their own 501c3 nonprofit um, with their primary beneficiary being the Signal 13 Foundation. Love it. So for people that may not know or weren't kind of listening back when we first had some banners guys on, kind of talk about the club a little bit, what its mission is uh, and the goal of it, and then kind of touch again. Like you said last fall, I remember you guys reached out to us about mm -hmm. Peanut and Abe and just kind of the tragedy that would happen there. So kind of tie it all in there, what, what the you know purpose of the, the banners is here. Sure. So, um, so Banners operates under the umbrella of the Tender Bridge, which is a nonprofit out of Baltimore. Uh, that was started by Noel Acton in uh, 2003, I think is our official founded date. Um, Noel had kind of started it in 2002. Um, and his main goal was really to um, give our kids purpose, give them a way to be independent. Um, we're not out here to make everybody the, the CEO of Amazon. Um, but helping with job applications, helping them be independent. Um, and it really did start out by, by just going into rougher neighborhoods of Baltimore. Um, kids who didn't have much, try to give them away. And, and along the way, hockey became a vehicle um, to really getting these kids something productive to do on a weekend, um, getting them a rapport with coaches. Um, and then off ice, we could mentor them either before or after practice, sometimes during the week. Um, so. So we're very grassroots. Um, every Saturday and Sunday, I'm running around East Baltimore, picking up two or three kids for practice, uh, bring them to the rink, grab them lunch after practice, and, and then we get to chat 
in the car ride to and from practice. Matt, how did you get involved? I know that, I mean, we're primarily going to be talking about the kids in the program, but do want to shed mm -hmm. some light on what it takes for you to, you know, organize this or how did you get involved with the banners? And like you said, you're spending weekends away from home running all over town. How did you get uh, intertwined with the banners? Sure. So uh, March 2020, right before COVID, um, we had, or banners had their first matchup with the Sentinels. Um, I stumbled upon it in the Baltimore Sun. Um, I, I grew up in Jersey, moved down here in 2012 and um, just started playing men's league a couple of years ago and, um, and saw it and kind of jumped all over it, played hockey my whole life, figured I'd find a way to help. And because we are so grassroots, um, I had a couple ideas and they let me run with them. And now it's 2022 and, and we're looking at, at running this game. And it really, what I say to everybody, um, we'd love to have you guys out to the game if you can make time. It really just takes talking to any one of our players for five minutes and you're immediately hooked and you'll do anything for any of those guys. They're, they're so grateful for everything that, that we provide. They don't take anything for granted. Um, and they're always looking to get better both on and off the ice. So how, how can we, you know, um, obviously you know, we want to want to get to the game and spread as much awareness as we can to get people there, but outside of just, you know, go and do an event like this, how can people get involved with the banners? I mean, you, you guys, searching you know high and low for donations or uh ice time like how how can us being a part of that that community the greater baltimore area get involved there there's really um i like to say there's no way to mess up trying to do good for us so um the tenderbridge.org there's a donate button right on there if, if monetary donations are your um preference we're always putting money to good use 100 percent of dollars raised goes directly to our kids um, Patterson Park will close in March, um, so we're always looking. Billy Carr down at down at Laurel has has given us some nice time the past year. We're up at Reisterstown. Um, we do have trouble finding games from time to time. We'll we'll play the the U16 kind of travel team. Um, some of our older guys don't mind playing against the men's league team. If there's any men's league teams out there that want to skate with our guys, we're always up for it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll make sure to include that link um, in the interview or on our page somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, now, I know that, you know, growing up, I'm a, a Bowie kid. Matt's a Bowie kid. We're right down the road. We only really went up to Patterson Park once a year and, and didn't necessarily look forward to skating in the bubble. Um, yeah. what, type of, what type of challenges? I know you talked about them a little bit over the last year, just trying to get ice times all over. Are you able to you know do these guys you know go play floorball or anything like that over the, the course of the pandemic did the numbers or the the um, protocols affect that a lot I'm sure that was pretty challenging it, it did we had to be pretty flexible um, we got a bunch of rollerblades during COVID and we were playing roller hockey on on any basketball court in the Baltimore area that we could find and, and the guys were really loving that um, but but they really do prefer to be on the ice um, but we did roller hockey. We'll keep them busy with stuff like mountain biking. Um, they're, they're all really athletic kids, so they jump all over any chance to do anything athletic that they can. And uh, before I, uh, you know, totally dominate the questions here, um, yeah. I, just, I, I know that, you know, growing up playing hockey, you always, you know, people talk about the rink being, you know, an escape. And for people that, you know, live pretty ordinary, perhaps above regular means. Like I was, you know, fortunate enough to not have to, you know, rely on, on people taking me places and things like that. And I, I always had gear. I don't know how it happened. You know, my parents made it work. Yeah. 
like, I, I, I want to, you know, see, or, or how, how hard is it to, you know, keep the guys motivated when you were off the ice or, uh, I also touch on a little bit just the the outside of hockey relationship too, or the the two things I wanted to touch on. But sorry, Matt, I've been Matt and Matt. I've just been flying <laughs> off. Let it rip. Yeah, um, getting these kids geared up ha- has been a challenge. Um, we've gotten a ton of gear donated. We can outfit a lot of guys. We just started our junior banners program this past year, um, so we had a lot of younger players who we got geared up, um, keeping them engaged off the ice. Um, they they really run their team like a family. They keep each other accountable. Um, coaches really, there's two or three guys that we can reach out to. Um, and they have their Instagram group chat or wherever young kids are talking now, I don't even know. Um, but, but they keep each other accountable. If someone's not at practice, they'll find out exactly why they're not at practice. Um, if we got to, someone's got to take the skates off and go pick them up because they slept in and, and they let one of their buddies know, we'll go get them. Um, so you know, to touch on what you said, I don't know how it happened either. I'm, I'm just doing this and I'm not traveling all over the state playing hockey. I'm just going to Patterson Park. Um, so dad, if you can figure out how to listen to a podcast, thank you for, for doing that for 18 years. Um, but uh, no, I agree. It's, uh, it's something that definitely takes motivation on both sides, both the coaches and the players. And, and it's always there 110%. Love it. So it is the peanut nave kind of memorial game. So Let's pump their tires a bit here. You know, what kind of players were they? What were their strengths on the ice? You know, what kind of teammates were they? All that good stuff. Peanut Peanut was a great defender. Um, really good guy. Not necessarily your stay-at-home defender. We don't really have yeah. many of those. Um, everybody but, wants to score you know, a goal. Yeah, everybody does. But, but he was really a leader on the ice. Um, I don't remember ever seeing him without a smile on his face. Um, there's been a couple games where I've had the ref and um, – and just by virtue of the type of games that we're playing, we're not, we're not playing full contact. Um, and, and I only had to let them know once that, Hey, if you got to take more than one step to hit the guy, that's not what we're doing out here. And, and he changed it immediately. And he was just, you know, boxing guys out on the boards and, and he got it. Um, Abe was the same way. Um, great forward could fly around the ice a little quieter than peanut. Peanut was a pretty vocal guy. Um, but you know, everyone on this team was so tight. They were all brothers to each other. And um, this, this game is going to be an emotional one for them. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm empathetic for the boys, for some of the stuff that we have planned during the game. Um, but, but I know that they'll put their emotion to good use out there. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm sure you don't want to give any spoilers away, saving it for the game and all. But, I mean, it is a Jersey, Jersey retirement night for both of them. When you guys got playing Correct. for that, we – Framing them up, hanging them. What's the deal? There? Yeah, we got um, we got we got some framed jerseys planned. Um, we'll have a uh, finally have a permanent banner going up in the bubble. Nice. Um, that'll honor that'll honor Abe and Peanut. That we'll reveal, um, and, and a couple other items planned. Um, I'm sure you guys may be familiar with Joey Venakis, his name. Um, he he's a guy who who likes to talk. He'll be emceeing the game. Um, so it'll be a fun day for everybody. Nice. Love it. And there's also to a GoFundMe for this, for this uh, game as well. Correct. Um, we are on Instagram at the tender bridge. Um, you can find a GoFundMe link there. We're on Twitter at be more banners. GoFundMe is pinned on Twitter as well. Um, so, so that GoFundMe will, will be the funds that are split directly 
um, between the banners, Officer Holly and the Signal 13 Foundation um, and directly from the Sentinel. Um, we're also offering corporate sponsorships. If there's anyone out there who, who would like to be a corporate sponsor or find a way to help the game and get their logo on some of our materials, um, you can reach out to me at info at thetenderbridge.org. I'll make sure to clip that down too. We're going to have the tender bridge, the GoFundMe, and um, corporate sponsorship. That's pretty exciting. I um, not yeah. to to dive into the personal side of things, but I'm working, you know, two jobs seven days a week, trying to figure out, you know, how can I get involved? How can we help the banner? So I think first step is just, you know, word of mouth, trying to yeah. get as many people, eyes, ears, anything as we can uh, on the banners. And that's uh, the game's coming up February 20th, right? So we're about a month out Correct. from there. So we're going to yep. pump this as much as we can. Um, and then we might have to circle some dates on the, on the calendar here, Bill, and, and line some things up. But um, as far yeah, as, thinking... you know, what's the... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, go ahead. You got it. You got it. I was going to say, outside of... Uh, I know we're just getting rinks back open up a little bit. Things are getting back to normal. After this Sentinels game, do we have anything in the works uh, coming up this spring or looking for some possible opponents, too? We, we're always looking for opponents. Um, the guys, the guys love gameplay. They're they've been getting more um, more willing to do drills out there. We got a lot of skill work in the past couple of weeks, which wasn't always the case. Um, they love to play games. Um, we're actually partnering with the Tucker Road Ducks down in D.C. Um, to put together a little all-star team between our two groups to play a uh, Maryland Heroes Hockey League team. Uh, that'll be in March. Um, so that is kind of under the radar right now, but but that's coming up after we get through this Avon Peanut game. And a lot of our bandwidth is focused on making sure that for the players we honor Avon Peanut in the way that they would like to see them honored. <laughs> yeah, love it. You got anything else, Bob? No, I think that that covered all my big questions. Uh, I'm sorry again for for jumping in there, Bill. Um, but yeah, it was Matt. It's awesome to to get to meet you, a. Um, and then anything that we can do to, again, just spread the word, get eyes, ears, everything we can on the banners and the good work that you guys are doing with the tender bridge. Um, and, you know, honestly, I, you, again, you're, you're spending most of your time talking about the guys, the games, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, we want to thank, thank you, right? Like without give yourself some credit, uh, me and Matt will, but Appreciate this it. is, you know, time out of, out of a very busy life, I'm sure. And you're, you're making an impact on these kids that, um, they're definitely not going to forget. Um, just mm-hmm. thinking of, you know, even youth coaches you had might squirt or anything that you're out there driving guys around, picking kids up. So I did want to take a minute to just, you know, commend you, Matt, or coach. Um, yeah, awesome. Awesome meeting you. Looking forward to spreading the word and hopefully we'll see you out there on the 20th. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, if you guys need need any details about, you know, making it, we've been putting out um, contact for VIP invites just because we're, still a little hesitant on what the city will change COVID restriction wise. Yeah. We haven't gotten, gotten anything from parks and rec yet. It's kind of a half outdoor rink anyway, with how many holes are in that bubble. Um, but you guys are definitely more than welcome. Uh, we appreciate all the help that you've given us. <laughs>